0: Hi, boys and girls, welcome back! It is week one of the actual college football season. Week one. <laughs> um, it's uh, and some of you guys have been watching college football, including us, for week, for eight weeks now. So we can, but this can be week eight as well. But uh, Carla, it's 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 finally here. It, it, it's, it's finally it's, here.
1: Against our better judgment, it is finally I, yeah, here. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And
0: that's <laughs> that's still that is a, that is that is still a thing which we will get to in just a second. Uh, it, of course, is the start of Big Ten football. Um, it starts on Friday night. There are a bazillion games on Saturday. Um, and I think we're just, we're just gonna, we're, I, I'm done for now talking about the SEC. Let's just talk about Big Ten football.
1: I'm good with that we they got they have their time in the spotlight um they had the massive time in the spotlight this past yes, weekend yes.
0: um
1: and uh and and yeah i'm I'm kind of ready i i hope the I hope the big ten season lasts um <laughs> you, you know we're already off to a rocky start in that regard
0: um, uh, yeah. yeah 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 but
1: but we'll we'll see how it plays out
0: well and that's and that's that's kind of why I wanted to to start with because um uh, if, I, if i recall correctly um uh, Cincinnati-Tulsa was the first game um, that you and I had picked that had that was then postponed. Yeah. Uh, so far this season, um, I'm sure it's not going to be the last one. Um, but given all of the schedule stuff, all the bouncing around, all the the, the changes that have had to be, had to have been made so far, um, I, the, the 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 irritating thing about the Big Tens on off and then on again thing was the original schedule was smart about this, right? Yeah. It, it had, uh, you know, I think every team had two bye weeks built in. Um, so, you know, when something comes up like this, and I'm saying when not if, because it's gonna,
1: right.
0: Um, you've, you've got, you've got wiggle room there. So then we call off the season. Then we come back and uh, eight weeks straight through no buys. Boom. Um, I, I don't know. I have not, I haven't looked really hard. Have you seen anything about like how we're going to handle tiebreakers or what's going to happen when, when games are inevitably called off
1: Yeah. Uh, during,
0: I, during the season?
1: I ha- I haven't looked that closely to see, um, to see how they have decided any of that. I, I think it's definitely possible that you'll have some big 10 teams that play six games and some that play three. Like that's, mm. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's that's a real thing with the way they set the schedule up. Um, I don't know how other conferences are doing it, too, because the number of games that the Big 12 has had to postpone, um, I'm not sure how they're going to get them all made up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I th- there there's a lot of question marks around that, and that's something I should probably look into a little bit as to how they're going to sort all this out. But
0: but the, but the Big 12, I mean, in, in the SEC, um, everyone who, who started, uh, you know, at some point in September um, – they, in theory, they have until, uh, what, December 18th when the conference championship games are going to be played. And, you know, the day before the, the, the playoff field is announced, you've got all that time to, mm-hmm. to, to make up any, any, any things that you've missed. Um, and the Big Ten just left itself no wiggle room whatsoever. So, I mean, we're, I, that, that'll be an interesting thing to see uh, when it does come up because it's going to, as I said, um, how how the conference is going to handle that, um, and and we will, I guess we will uh, roll with those punches as they as they show up. Um, I mentioned last week, if you guys recall, last week was the the agree to disagree week. Uh, we with the cancellation, there were only two college games. We split those games. I think the NFL game should probably count for at least two wins for Carla. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. This is like um, so the the bet that I had with uh, with our our, uh, our mutual editor Larry Hauser uh, years ago. I did this every year. To, uh, bet on the uh, both Brown Steelers games and Ohio State Penn State, and he almost always won both of the pro games, and I I I crushed him every time because Ohio State almost always won the the, the college game, and he 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 wouldn't admit it, but that was a game he wanted more than the pro games. Yes. So. I was, I, I always felt that that was like a, that was a draw, but
1: yeah. <laughs> well, and he was an alum too. Yes. So that, that, yes. that was a big deal. Like I'm a Penn state fan by osmosis because my dad was an alum <laughs> uh-huh. um, and I have multiple family members who are alums. I did not go there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And, and so, so, so I, yeah, same thing. Um. So I love, I love Penn state. I've been, I've been blue and white for all of my life, but I didn't go there. So there's mm-hmm. a completely different fan level when, mm-hmm. when it's your school.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um. So uh, congratulations on, uh, here, we, we. I mean, guess we still have the the Cincinnati Tulsa games. I think it's early November now, um. So we can we can add that to the total and see what happens then.
1: The game I care about is next week, and that's the game you care about too. We're gonna, so, yeah, okay, I know.
0: yeah, yes, we will, we will <laughs> and we will get to that next week. Anything else from last weekend stick out to, to you?
1: Um, I, 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 of course, we were texting and and tweeting and stuff during the games. Um, I, I, I nothing makes my heart happier than than watching UTK fans get crushed. I'm sorry. I know I have a lot of UTK fans that, that, I'm friends with close personal friends with but it just it just makes my heart happy um Kentucky going in and winning for the first in Neil for the first time since 84 she was um,
0: gloating she was gloating like it was, was one State that won the game it was I like was wow defi- I was
1: definitely gloating um <laughs> that's that's how much I am I'm, I'm tired of 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 hearing Rocky Top um to the point that it was actually a band song at our wedding that's not a joke we had to tell the DJ nobody's allowed to come over here and play Rocky Top um okay, that's good and and so yeah so that was a thing So, um, it's also what happens when you're married to a Florida Gator, like that, they don't, they don't get along all that well either. So, you know, um, so yeah, so that was fun. Um, I could talk a lot about the, the Georgia Bama game. Um, obviously I was wrong on that. Mm -hmm. You you can't turn the ball over four times. That's just, that's not going to work. Um, Stetson Bennett has height issues that was all over Twitter um I mean the kid's got an arm but if he can't throw over the the defensive line that's gonna be problematic Mm -hmm. um and and that was problematic multiple times during that game um and I happen to know a little bit about this being short myself so I was um I was like Stetson Bennett I feel your pain um and uh, that I wanted that game to be better than it was um I, you know, I got more entertained by you know. I think we both flipped over to watch um, Florida State I, because apparently yeah. North Carolina just can't be good at football. I, th- I think that was yeah. just like the like the sports god saying, "No, you're good at basketball."
0: I mean, you, what if you painted the football orange and threw it out there? Would that would that help? I don't. Think? I
1: don't know. I mean, that was a game. I mean, that was a, that that was like Clemsoning level. Yeah, it was. Loss. It was, and,
0: it, it, but but uh, but entertaining.
1: It was, uh, and yeah. I was,
0: And I was happy to have one entertaining game uh, that Saturday evening because the, the Alabama Georgia was just not.
1: And I guess my closing thought for the weekend, um, what actually happened on Wednesday night, we couldn't talk about this game, um, and AJ couldn't talk about this game because it was on Wednesday night, right. um, was uh, Coastal Carolina – um being the team that we all need this year and i posted that on twitter and had some people talk to me about that like yes coastal is the team we all need this year and so then we got on the bandwagon of rank coastal i am here to raise my glass saying coastal carolina is number 25 in the country right now so yes. start it all we love you Coastal Carolina. They got a big game this weekend too. They're, and I'm sure AJ will have something to say about that. But um
0: there were a, there was a brilliant um I was asleep for this, but there is a brilliant uh transitive properties discussion uh on, hmm. on our in our text feed uh, yes. between you and AJ. You guys <laughs> you guys did marvelous work.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, AJ had the transitive property figured out yeah. quite nicely. Yeah. Um about somehow Coastal being able to win the win the Big 12. Yes. Um and it was it was absolutely spectacular i gave him an a <laughs> i'm like you get that's a work right there um yes. and in fact at one point the, the circle actually closed at one point too which is even better like if you can get a transitive property to actually close all the way like mm-hmm. that's not easy to do um that's so extra credit yeah i think but I think. but yeah so that was my takeaway lots of just okay. weird stuff this weekend um mm-hmm. but you know alabama george being a little underwhelming was a bummer.
0: The first time I I watched Georgia, which I think was the Auburn game, and uh, and Stetson Bennett came on the field. I'm like, who is it? And, and you can ask my wife. I was like, who is that little guy? <laughs> um, and, and I, you know, I, I didn't. Uh, you, you don't. You don't have to be six five to to be a successful quarterback, um, but you do have to to kind of be mindful about the passing lanes and 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 how all that stuff works. And I mean. I understand why everyone is cheering for the kid because his story is, is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, our, 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 uh, our friend and occasional, uh, a Bullapalooza guest Braden gall tweeted um, at some point during the first half of that game. It's like, it, it feels like this guy is holding back George's offense. Um, and, and I, I agree. Uh, it, it's, and it's not just the physical size um and, and you know Georgia, that's not uh, you know Kirby doesn't need a, a gazillion points a game. Um, he didn't have that last year generally, um, and you know last weekend aside, you, you would think that Georgia's defense is going to keep them in games most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I it just I, I wonder. Um, I, I don't I don't know what else you do. I mean, if Stetson Bennett's the the, the best guy you got, uh, then that's that's what you got. But um, I, just, I just, I wonder what, uh, what, what Georgia would look like with a, a, different, a different quarterback um, uh, throwing those balls. Yeah. The other thing that I wanted, the, the thing that I'm going to gloat about, um, we talked briefly last week about how no one in the SEC was playing defense. And then uh, you and I, I think you were, I don't know if you were watching Game Day or not, um, but we, we I, I tweeted this and, and I know you saw um, Discussion on, on ESPN's College Game Day show. Uh, and somebody said something about the SEC being Big 12 junior because of the lack of defense so far this season. Um, and I would just like to point out that while they are saying that on Saturday, you and I were talking about that on Tuesday.
1: Yes, we were. Yes, we yep. were. Herbie must have um, our house bugged. That's the I, thing I, think
0: that's, I think that's all. I have, a, I have a picture of Herb Street with a Beat Michigan button hanging on the wall in our Pittsburgh potty in the basement. So maybe, so maybe that's, maybe that's where that came from. I don't know. I don't know. And that, I promise you, that is all the SEC talk we're going to do this week. Uh Um, You and I are just going to do Big Ten games and we're going to do all of them. And it's going to be awesome. All 57 of them starting on Friday night. Um, We have a lot of games to go through. We're not, this is not an official speed round. Patrick, I'm not going to get out the bell. Um, But we're going to go through these uh, fairly quickly. Um, Starting at 8 p.m. on Friday, Illinois at number 14, Wisconsin. Uh, The Badgers are favored by 19 and a half points. What do you think?
1: For the first time this year, we get to say, we don't need no stinking Badgers. No Badgers. Um, Welcome back to Week 10 football. This feels good. Um, So, So... Wisconsin should have a pretty good defense this year and -hmm. and, you know that's that's pretty consistent across the board is there ever a year when we say that you know that we don't say that about Wisconsin not really um Wisconsin has a lot of questions on offense now though Mm -hmm. um and and that's even changing you know within the past week um you know I mean they took a massive loss um on on Saturday without playing a game um with Jack Cohn being hurt yeah. Um. And you know, being done for the year. Um. More than likely, you know, the t- the term is out indefinitely. But I mean, when your season's only eight weeks long. Yes. Yeah. Um. It is what we, it is. We know
0: we know what that means.
1: And Jonathan Taylor is now running the football in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um. So so there's a lot of unknowns about this Wisconsin. Um. About this Wisconsin offense. Defensively, they should be pretty solid. Um. Illinois got really high hopes for the season. Yeah. Um. You know, they had they had the bowl win. Um. Brandon Peters has um, six wide receivers, three tight ends, an off an offensive line with experience, and a partridge in a pear tree. Like that's, I mean, <laughs> like Illinois could actually be a decent football team this yes. year. Uh, you know, I I don't think I don't think they're going to compete for for a conference or for a um, division title, mm-hmm. but I think they I think they could mess up some schedules this year. Um, I I, the, I hate the line on this game. Really, I, there's so many. Um, there's so many unknowns with Wisconsin. I th- Wisconsin wins this game, but I it, but if I was a betting person, my notes here say, Bucky wins, but take Illinois in the points. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I see this game being a lot closer um, than, what, 20 or whatever mm-hmm. the line is. I, I think Illinois is a better team than that. Um, and we, we need to learn a lot about Wisconsin to see if they really are the top team in the West this year. Okay. So Wisconsin wins – at home, although Camp no. Randall isn't nearly as much fun as it, as it could be um, with no fans in the stands or very yeah. few fans in the stands. But um, Bucky wins at home, um, but closer than everybody expects.
0: Okay, okay. Um, I, I, I'm not – I mean, uh, Graham Burtz, who I, I, I apparently will be the starter for Wisconsin a, a quarterback, uh, played well in, um, in, in a few games he appeared in last season uh, as uh, Jack Cohn was, was, was hurt back then. Um, Tailback. I, I mean, I could I could set up back there behind that offensive line and and you know gain a thousand yards in eight games. So I'm not sure that, that it, the, who, whoever is, has the ball in his hands uh, that, that how much that matters. Um, the, here's why. Here's why Illinois is going to lose. Um, number one, uh, the Illinois stunned Wisconsin last year, effectively ending the Badgers, any you know realistic chance the Badgers had of making the playoff. Um, and that's, uh, so that means this is a, a, a retribution bowl. And that's, um, that if, if that itself wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, the bigger deal is Lovey Smith shaved his beard, shaved his beard in the spring. It still hasn't, he still has not grown it back. This is the beard that all beards should aspire to be. <laughs> and this is, this is, a, this is like Samson getting a haircut, Illinois, I, I hope Lovey stops shaving like as soon as the game is over, because w- without Lovey's beard, Illinois is not has no chance of winning this game. None, none. So, that's. I, I'm, I'm actually I was I was going to say something about Lovey uh, in hoping that he grew the beard back, and I saw and looked on the, the the website, and he's like, nope, still clean shaven. It's not going to happen. It's a terrible thing. Um, that's Friday night, Saturday, big nude. Nebraska at number five, Ohio State. Ohio State's favored by twenty-seven and a half points. Go ahead, Carla.
1: Um, yeah, I didn't put a lot of notes on this game because I figured you'd have lots of thoughts. Um, I have some thoughts. Yeah, some thoughts. so so. Nebraska didn't end its season last year the way that it had hoped it ended up its season losing five of six um, missing a bowl game but still the line on this game feels big um, for our first game of the season yes. like that's that 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 might be overstating <laughs> Ohio State's gonna be a darn good football team this year um, but gosh that line is huge ne- Nebraska's offense has some potential the offensive line looks okay um, Dedrick Mills is a good running back um, and and last year Nebraska was able to run on Ohio State and it flat out didn't matter. Um, Nebraska could run the football and and Ohio State still won that game by 40. Um, Nebraska's defense is still a question mark. It was a little bit last year. It's even more so this year. And that's just a huge question mark when you're going up against an offense like Ohio State's. Um, it, the Buckeyes offensive line looks as impressive as always. Um, yeah, I mean, Ohio State's going to win this game at home. Um, I, first game of the year, everybody's working out their kinks on, on both systems. I, I, I think that line is huge, but Ohio State wins this game very comfortably at home at the shoe.
0: Okay. Um, questions I do not have. Uh, that would be uh, Justin Fields, uh, wide receiver, offensive line, defensive backfield, linebackers, um, even special teams, I, I think, are, are, are in good shape. Questions I do have. Tailback. Um, Master Teague was the guy who spelled J.K. Dobbins most of the time last season. Uh, until he had an Achilles injury, um, worked his butt off to get back. I imagine, I mean, this is going to be a kind of a co-tailback situation, not not like Dobbins is the primary guy, Master Teague um, is the, the change-up slash uh, rest the starter guy. I, I think we'll see more equal carries between uh, Master Teague and Trey Sermon um, but I, I I feel like, uh, I feel like tailback's going to be in good shape, but we don't, there's not a clear cut start there. So that's, that's a question. Uh, defensive line. This isn't, uh, defensive end is not a problem uh, in terms of depth. Um, defensive tackle is a little bit, and I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, generally, I don't worry about Ohio State's defensive line at all because um, you, you know, the answer to this question is Larry Johnson, um, yeah. who not only, you know, is the, is the, I, I, I will, I will say he's the best position coach in college football. Um, but he's, he's an incredible recruiter. So, you know, you, you have Bosa brothers and you have Chase Young and who's the next guy um, on the, on the, who's the next DN. Uh, the smart money's on Zach Harrison. Um, could be Javante Jean Baptiste uh, from the noted French colony of New Jersey. Um, <laughs> There, and then um, also, uh, John Cooper comes back. He's been—he—he uh, he was injured, uh, only played a couple games last year before he redshirted. He's a senior. He's like an eighth-year senior. Um, He—he'll provide some some uh, really good necessary leadership for uh, for the youngsters on that on that unit. Um, inside is a little thin. Um, a couple youngsters aren't playing up to Johnson's uh, standards yet, so they—they may not see a whole lot of action. Um, in the season's outset, uh, Tyler Friday, who is a defensive end by trade, actually is going to play tackle, uh, at least in the early part of the season, while the other guys get up to speed. So it'll be interesting to see how that stuff gets juggled around. But again, the the, the unit as a whole, if we're talking about uh, defensive line at Ohio State, not super concerned. Uh, I have one other question about this game. Scott Frost, what in the hell were you thinking? Uh, coach Frost mouth off about the Big Ten is suggesting he would play um, outside of the conference when uh, when when the uh, the league um, pulled the plug on the season the first time. Just coincidence, and I've mentioned this before, but coincidentally, you get to start your season with Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Penn State is three of your first four games. So, I hope you enjoy that, coach. Because uh, you're not, you're not going to enjoy Saturday a whole lot, is is what I'm saying. Next up, also at noon on Saturday, uh, Rutgers at Michigan State. Sparty is favored by thirteen and a half. What do you think?
1: this is this is another one of those games that is the epitome of we have no idea Mm -hmm. um we know absolutely nothing about either of these teams because both these teams are now under i I put the words in quotes new head coaches right um because technically this is the second go-round for greg shiano at at rutgers um but like with no spring practice with no outside game footage like we literally know nothing about either of these two teams and to the point i mean it's even to the point that Mel Tucker, the new head coach at, um, at Michigan state, um, hasn't even named any of his starters for this, for this game. Like nobody knows, like, and I, and I read a bunch of stuff. Like I was reading a whole bunch of, of, you know, Michigan state websites and everything yeah. and like
0: nobody yeah. knows yeah. It, 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 there's, there's what nothing. Sparty there's is putting nothing. out on the
1: field. There's absolutely <laughs> no information. Um, in fact, one, in fact, ESPN didn't even have the line for the game. Um, there was no line, and there was no um, predictor mm-hmm. thing um, for, for this game. It's the only game that I could find that didn't have any information on it because nobody has any ideas. So, because of that alone, let's flip a coin. I flipped a coin, and I wrote down, um, I wrote down that Vegas likes Sparty by fifteen points. So I guess I do too. Um, I don't know if they'll okay. win by fifteen, but if Vegas likes them by fifteen, then they might know. Somebody might know something. I don't know, or if it's just reputation. Um, sure, Sparty.
0: Sure you have no idea sure uh, the only semi smart thing I have to say about this game is that um you know Mel Tucker and Greg Chiano both have been around forever uh you know in in the in the conference uh, in the NFL um you know these are these are both good coaches we know what Chino did last time he was at Rutgers yeah. and he's the only coach who's been able to do that since the 1800s um I just i, I, I we, we don't we don't have any idea what these guys are are, are going to be doing on Saturday but I think Michigan State's starting point, Mel Tucker, gets this to begin. Greg Schiano gets this. Um, and at least at the outset, I mean, just in, in terms of talent, um, I, I, I think that's, that's going to be the difference. Um, Sciano's good enough to make that difference up um, in, in in some ways, and maybe that happens later in the season, but – uh, on Saturday, I think that's the difference. I think Sparty is going to win this one. I'm going to take this one first because okay. I'm, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you uh, uh, say what you need to say about it. Uh, this is uh, at 3:30 on Saturday. Number eight, Penn State at Indiana. Uh, the, the Lions are favored by a, uh, a six and a half points. I've said this many, many times over the years on this very program. Um, Indiana is the most annoying team. In the Big Ten, they score and they score and they score. Um, I know Ohio State always has a hard time putting them away. Um, I, 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 you know, I, I don't see Penn State losing this, but it's not it's not going to be a super comfortable afternoon, Carla, for for you and my other Penn State fans. You're going to win, um, but I, it, 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 this is that's a tough game to start with.
1: I hope I hope we win. Um, that's that's kind of gonna, where you're gonna I win. was. You're going to win. As the news continues to evolve out of state college, as the yeah, email that's is, true. goes on, um, you know, that we're recording this on Tuesday. We just got word, um, that the world just got word that, that Journey Brown is probably lost for the season. And yep. that's that's added pain for me because he's an eerie kid. And I. Um, oh, great, great, great. Yeah, he went to McDowell, I think. Um, and so y- you like rooting for for the local kid. I, I grew up in that area. So, um, so I loved rooting for Journey Brown. Some sort of undisclosed medical condition, which is. It's concerning that that's the word, that's the language that they're using yes um you know i hope it's not something to be a long-term thing for him because he really does have potential um it'll be interesting to see if he decides to stay or if he'll um if he'll just opt into the draft because he would be eligible at the end of the season so um so we'll wait and see what happens um there are a lot of other question marks about this penn state team now that that we weren't anticipating heading into the season um primarily you know Micah parsons opting out um which you know we've had several several players have done that across all the leagues and and so he's decided that he just doesn't want to take the risk of playing with a virus you know playing under a pandemic and and is just going to go straight to the nfl um but you add to the other hand there's this guy by the name of joey porter jr who's mm-hmm. going to be um who's been named a starter at corner so not like his dad but but he's at He's at corner um, for Penn State and has been named a starter. Um, so we'll get to see our first real action of him. He was redshirted last year, and everybody was kind of like, "You're redshirting Joey Porter's son." Um, <laughs> but apparently, primarily, good...
0: primarily Joey Porter. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but you know, you know, it was um, it, obviously they're seeing something in in the limited practices they've had that they were they that they put him out out there. And 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 James Franklin said some nice things about him today in his in his. Um, presser. Um, it's gonna be really interesting to see how this offense, um, operates now under a new offensive coordinator. Um, if you can't beat them, hire them. Um, welcome to welcome <laughs> to, to state college, uh, uh, Kirk Sharoka, uh, sorry. Um, I still have to learn how to say his name, Kirk Sharoka who was the former offensive coordinator at Minnesota. Um, and if you happen to remember, it was Minnesota that put the end to um, Penn State's playoff hopes. Yes. So if you can't beat them, hire them. And so it'll be interesting to see how Sean Clifford adapts um, to the new offense. But there's a lot of question marks. And like you're saying, Indiana is a headache, regardless mm-hmm. of when you play them. And then when you think that you've got an Indiana team that won eight games last year and is returning seventeen starters, mm-hmm. and Penn State happens to have this little game next weekend with Ohio State, huh? are you look? Are, are you looking ahead a bit? This game makes me real, real nervous. I hope we escape. I hope we escape Indiana with a win. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the line on this game is accurate. I, I think this mm-hmm. is going to be a dogfight. Um, and I and I hope that the the Nittany Lions aren't aren't taking this game lightly. Um, and we'll go in there and and play with play with um, some purpose uh, and and come out with a win. But it's going to be this is not a fun way to start the season. <laughs> what are you doing to uh, me? Huh, I
0: know, I know, I know. I had to wear um, the
1: Saturdays are for football T-shirt on the show this week because I'm trying to convince myself that Saturday is not going to be a. I'm going to drink a whole lot because I'm watching a Penn State football game. <laughs>
0: Eek. we can we can we can save that for for whatever might be happening next weekend yeah um also at 330 on saturday uh iowa at purdue uh iowa which is by some folks that uh, seems to be uh, the favorite in the west um i was favored by three and a half points so uh, what do you think here
1: that line's dropping too yeah um it, it was much higher which is interesting um because you know, obviously, welcome, welcome to 2020. We have the, we have our first Big Ten corona incident. Yeah. Um You know, it, with it, with with Jeff Brom, you know, quarantining, and and he will not. You know, odds are very very likely he will not be on the sideline mm-hmm. Um because the Big Ten rules are different than the SEC rules, and yes. so unless he gets three cool. negative tests, so yeah, it's odds are likely Jeff Brom is going to miss. The home opener, mm-hmm. um, but it happens. Just so happens that it's his brother, who's the offensive coordinator, Brian Brom, who will be the acting head coach. So, mm-hmm. not quite as concerned about that. You know, with the two of them obviously being able to talk quite a bit between now and the game. Um, Purdue has really, really talented wide receivers, like stupidly good wide receivers. If Run they,
0: Dale Moore.
1: Yes, Ugh. and and if God. they would, and if they could just figure out who was going to start at quarterback to make sure that those guys get the ball, I think Purdue would be a really formidable team this year. Um,
0: Single wing with uh, Rondale Moore getting the direct snap every play.
1: (laughs) Right? (laughs) I I, I mean, how do you stop him? I I mean, he's – you know, and and that and that's why the line keeps dropping because Rondell Moore was on the fence as to whether or not he was going to play this season. um And you know, he said he was going to opt out, and then at the last minute, he's decided no, he's going to he, he's yep. going to play. And and so the line started at like ten, and now it's down to three and a half. Um, so, and the big question for for uh, another big question for um for Purdue is how healthy is Lorenzo Neal? I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's battled a lot of injuries. It looks like he's going to be back. He said today that he was back at full strength. I hope that's true. He's a mm-hmm darn good football player um makes a difference on that purdue defense there's a new quarterback for iowa finally for the first time in however many years um (laughs) and and Iowa's got a good offensive line i this is a coin flip to me i think I, i i i don't know those people that are saying that iowa is is the the clear favorite in the west i'm not show me Uh, there's 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 too many unknowns at this point with iowa that i'm not willing to put all my eggs in that basket so if if iowa is the best team in the west they will win this football game Mm -hmm. um but uh, purdue's gonna make this interesting and i'm actually i'm leaning a little bit purdue at home but i'm not sold on that um if if jeff brown was was gonna be on the sidelines i think i would probably hesitantly pick purdue Mm -hmm. um but i don't know there's been so much disruption with that that program this week that Maybe Iowa ekes this out. I don't know. Coin flip.
0: Okay, okay. Um, I, 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 I. You know who my favorite, second favorite quarterback in the Big Ten is? You know. I don't. It's Spencer Petras. Spencer Petras will be the starting quarterback for the um for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Spencer grew up in Marin County, California, and is a total deadhead. <laughs> um, he talks. He, I, I read an interview. He talks about he lives like ten minutes away from Bobby Weir's house. Um, his, uh, I think, his senior prom was at Phil Lesch's nightclub um, in San Rafael. Um, he, he's also apparently a pretty talented quarterback. Um, he's had really limited playing time uh, at the college level. Went to the same high school as Jared Goff of the Los Angeles Rams um, and broke a bunch of Goff's records uh playing in that playing in that office playing for that school um so uh without question he is my second favorite quarterback in the big 10 um purdue teams are never pushovers uh and uh i can i can say that after being out there and seeing it in person for a couple of years ago um especially if they figure out creative ways to get rondell more the ball uh that's that's a that is a dangerous offense um I'm still thinking. Uh, I was going to be my pick to win the West, um, and they're going to start out with the with the win here uh, in in, uh, in West Lafayette at 7:30 on Saturday. Maryland at Northwestern. The Cats are favored by 11. We have a tago Viola. Is that how you say it? Is it, um, Is that we, there's there's one of them in the Big Ten. When ta- did that ta- happen? Ta- Taco Lola.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um, I was close. Yeah. Two is baby brother. Um,
0: I'm not sure. I can't even pronounce his first name.
1: It's Talia.
0: Talia. Okay.
1: Talia Tagovailoa.
0: <sighs> Tagovila Okay.
1: I... It's actually, it's like tug is the way that if you look at the pronunciation guide, it's actually almost like a tagovaila. Um what, what,
0: I, do you, what do you think about, about this, this young gentleman and his chances of winning at, at Northwestern?
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, I i i like my notes on this game is like one sentence it's like my brother-in-law went to northwestern so sure wildcats win i don't know <laughs> um this is the game that's just like yeah okay um it's on the schedule that's great um glad you're playing football um to the Talia is is the the intrigue here because nobody knows whether or not he's actually going to get the start. I would scratch my head quite a bit if he doesn't get the start, yeah. um, because he backed up his brother at, at Alabama mm-hmm. um, before transferring. Mm-hmm. So um, so we've seen him. You know, does he have the metal and the 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 view of the field that Tua has? We don't know. We haven't. You know, we saw him just in limited experience at, at Alabama. But that's that's the reason to watch this game is to see if he starts and or maybe if you know if they're trying to figure it out and they they split time. Mm-hmm. To be able to to see what's going on there. Um, but other than that, I mean, Maryland's been through a lot uh in this, you know, last year they they dealt with a lot, and this year now they're battling. They've they've been ravaged probably the hardest so far, um, with pandemic issues. Yeah. Um and and so they really haven't had a lot of practice. We saw how well that worked out for Navy. Um and so I know I I'm taking Northwestern's favored. Um they're playing at home, not that matters, it's Northwestern. Um, but I'm gonna <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry northwestern i love so, you anyway. but like like there's no home field advantage when you play in northwestern like evanston is great but whatever yeah. um so i'm gonna i'm gonna say wildcats just because i you know we don't know a lot about either of these teams but mm. flip over to the big 10 um it's on the big 10 network yes keep an eye on that game just to see who's under center for for maryland
0: sure sure um i it's uh, t- 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 the the pronounce the last name one more time please Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to use last name. His last name at, at any point after this, because Talia. that's just, that's that's too much. Talia is even. I'm um. Talia, that's not bad. I, I mean, look, uh, he's uh, um, uh, he's Bob from Bama. I'm going to call him Bob. <laughs> I'm calling him Bob for the rest of the season. Um, Bob has huge upside. I mean, we we didn't mm-hmm. we don't have a whole lot of uh, tape on him, but. Uh, that he would be recruited um, by Alabama um, and, and back it up in his brother. You know, that's, y- you have to think about the potential. Um, that's something that could possibly happen, help later in the season. Um, I don't, I don't know that even if Bob is, is starting from the get-go, I'm not sure that uh, they're going to have enough with everything that you mentioned about Maryland and, and the virus and, and uh, all the other stuff. Um, I don't see. I don't see the Turbs having enough to win uh, this opener. Um, sorry, Bob, but you know we'll we'll keep watching. We'll see. We'll see how that goes.
1: Sorry, JD, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I do want to. Uh, this this last game. This last game. Uh also 7 seven thirty on Saturday. Uh, number eighteen Michigan at number twenty one Minnesota. Michigan is favored by three. Carla.
1: <laughs> um yeah i thought we might both have some thoughts on this game so the last <laughs> the last time we saw minnesota um and since we're just shouting out people tonight for for whatever reason i guess that's the mood we're in um yeah. shout out to to our bowl palooza game uh yeah. or bowl palooza show um when when my friend A- the other when we had two aj's this past AJ. year the other aj so so aj grande um made the statement that um that uh that that minnesota was playing its bowl game playing the Outback Bowl um in a stadium that actually had a boat in it yes. um and he made the statement that they were going to row the damn boat all the way back up to minnesota and that's, what they, that's what they did it's what they did yeah yeah um and 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 now you're looking at that and that was a win against an auburn team um you know which which continues to kind of hold a little bit of of weight to it um you know, minnesota the, the the challenge here with minnesota is the fact that they, they only return six starters on defense mm-hmm. there's huge huge question marks on defense um but offensively i mean yeah they lost tyler johnson um t- to graduation but they still have tanner morgan they still have rashad bateman um it's, it's offensively they're going to be the same team that they were um other than the fact that they've got a new offensive coordinator but like the the pieces are all still there offensively for Minnesota to keep doing what it was doing last year. Yeah. Um I love this as I was reading up. I, I spent a lot of time in Michigan newspaper land because I was trying to find anything at all about Sparty. Um and, and which I was unsuccessful in, but I, <laughs> I, I managed to read a lot of the of the of the Freep um that was that was available to me. That's the Detroit Free Press. The website's yeah. the Freep. Um Even the Detroit newspapers have concerns about Michigan's secondary.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and they were pretty pretty forthcoming about that. The secondary could be an issue going up against a team that happens to have a darn good quarterback and a pair of darn good wide receivers. Um, and, and it's going to be really interesting to see what this Michigan passing game ends up looking like um, without Peoples Jones, you know, mm-hmm. who just tore everybody up. And, mm-hmm. and they've got a new quarterback, finally, um, in, in Joe Milton. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of questions about Michigan's offense. There's questions about Minnesota's defense, but what have we said? We've said time and time again, we have, about Harbaugh teams. They just, they can't finish drives. They don't, they don't put the ball in the end zone. Yeah. And if you have a team that has questions on offense going up against a team that even though they might have some questions on defense has an offense that we know works
0: mm-hmm.
1: row the damn boat, mm-hmm. Minnesota wins this football game. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, PJ Fleck is a freak of nature uh he um I just like a a, a Jim Trestle overly caffeinated Jim Trestle um he rode Western Michigan into a New Year's Six Bowl as a head coach there um you know two straight winning seasons including a a, a top 10 ranking for a bit last year at Minnesota um when he went 11 and 2 um Jim Harbaugh is is at, at at Michigan is ten and fourteen against ranked opponents. Um, one of these programs is on the rise. The other one, uh, your, what is our theme for twenty twenty? I have no idea. Uh, you know, for for all of the the um, you know, the Jim Harbaugh quarterback whisperer, um, I, I you know who knows about Milton? Uh, he's pro style quarterback. Um. I, who doesn't have receivers because they all graduated? Um, it's got a decent running back, but you know the Michigan's leading rusher last year was that had just over seven hundred yards. Um, this this not only feel this feels like a Minnesota win, um, and boy, I I I wonder about the patience. I keep I keep saying this, and it's not it's not just like uh, bitter stuff, but it, um, I it, Jimmy's got to be paying attention. Or uh, he's going to have a rough year, so um, and, and it could start with this one on Saturday night.
1: And Urban's had something to say about that too. And did you see yeah. that comment? I about, did not. I did uh, not. Urban said, I think on um, on whatever show he was on, um, that Penn State is now the biggest rival to Ohio State in the East to like contend for a title. Then, uh, without is. question, without mm-hmm. question, and of uh, course that's... that just that just you know set set well, you fans off, but.
0: I mean, I, I, I wore brown stuff around here last week, and, and people said, man, we want to be a rivalry again. It's like, well, i got to win a few before it's going to be a rivalry again. Um, and that's, that, that applies to Jimmy. Uh, mm-hmm. He's, he, he's got to win this game. He's got to beat Michigan State. He's got to beat Ohio State. Hasn't been doing any of that stuff. Um, so we will see. We will see. Boys and girls. Welcome back to the Big Ten season. You can hear the Carla and Craffy show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn, all of those other things. You can watch us on YouTube and this shows a, a Facebook page. If you'd like us, please subscribe, rate, and review. If you don't, mind your own damn business and be sure to come back next week to see exactly how wrong we were. Carla, any final thoughts?
1: I'm going to be really preoccupied at 3:30 Eastern on, on Saturday. Um, yes. So if so, if you are not preoccupied, I would appreciate somebody else t- taking a close look at um, the, the the one ranked went ranked on ranked game that I'm really inter- intrigued by, and that is Iowa State at Oklahoma State. The game's at 3:30 Eastern on Fox. I think that's a big te- I think that's a Big Twelve uh, title game preview. Um, I think those are your two best teams in the Big Twelve, and and we'll see it. Especially if you don't like defense. Um, although I will. <laughs> that being that being said, Iowa State actually does play defense yes. adequately. Yes. Um, might be enough to pull off an upset in Stillwater. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, but yeah, keep your eye on that one. That one's that one's a, a non Big Ten game to keep your eye on.
0: Could we could we say uh, Iowa State is like the Stanford of the Big Twelve, as Stanford is like the Big Ten. Team in the Pac-12. In the Pac-12, Can, is am I, I getting it a transitive? That's not really, but um, transitive
1: properties of conferences.
0: <laughs> I think it's no, twenty twenty. I, I, I think Iowa, Iowa State. Uh, that's um, uh, they play defense well enough. I mean, I, they, I assume they they play defense better than Tulsa did. And Tulsa gave Oklahoma State fits. Yep. So this could be where the Big Twelve suddenly has zero undefeated undefeated schools and we're only halfway through october if this game um, was in
1: ames i would pick it yeah like yeah, i if, I if this game it. was in ames i would be like yep 100 percent, iowa state wins this game
0: but and they and they actually they actually have uh they, they're letting fans watch uh some of them uh watch the games in the big 12 so but instead we got those those dudes with the paddles and Stillwater. water i don't know what that's about um <laughs> boys and girls uh we are uh, if you can't tell we're pretty happy uh, to have Big Ten football back. Um, we hope you guys are as happy about it as we are. Carla? Yes. Cheers. Cheers. Go go Midwestern football. Finally. Finally. <laughs> guys, thank you very much for watching. Enjoy the games and uh, be sure to join us again next week.